Well, today we're, we're, excuse me, we're starting a brand new series called Forgotten God. And the forgotten God that we're going to be talking about is the person of the Holy Spirit. And this is going to be an interesting series because when we talk about the Holy Spirit, I'm sure all of us have different thoughts or opinions, maybe based off of our experiences or things we've seen and and things that we've heard. Some of you are thinking he's inside of me. Some of you are thinking, I don't know if he's inside of me. Some of you are thinking about speaking in tongues or or people falling out or, or catching the Holy Spirit. Some of you are thinking, well, I call it the Holy Ghost. Some of you are like, ghost? Hold on, what, what, what did I come to this morning? What, what, what's going on? Some of you, if you're, if you're like me, when I first came to church and they were talking about the Holy Spirit, I was uncomfortable. Got a little nervous. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, like what's going on here? It, it just made me a, a little bit uncomfortable. And, and some of you, literally, you're thinking right now, you're thinking, Pastor Chris, stop rambling and give me some answers. And that's what we're going to do. Through this series, we are going to look at what the Bible says about the person of the Holy Spirit and his role in our lives today. Matter of fact, Pastor Herbert will be, will be doing a message called Holy Spirit for Dummies. And so if you're wondering about tongues or gifts of the Spirit or, or prophecy, I encourage you, don't miss one week uh, of this series as he will be uh, uh, addressing those things. So make sure you are here for that. But one of the descriptions of the Holy Spirit in the Bible is that he is our best friend. And that's the title of my message today, Best Friend. I want to share with you a scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. The Bible says, The amazing grace of the Master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. I want to focus on that, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. Every one of us has a best friend. And we have a comfort level with our best friend that, that we don't have with other people or, or, or just regular friends. You know, if we're going to an unknown place, a lot of times we'll bring alongside a, a best friend because it'll, it'll, it'll bring us comfort. If we're needing advice on a very a sensitive issue, or, you know, we will, we will go to that best friend. We may share with them things that we would not share with anybody else in the world. But since we're comfortable with, with our best friends, well, we'll share those things with them. Some of us, we look back in our life, some of the craziest things that we have done, our best friend was right by our side. I, I, again, we, we have this huge comfort level. And, and can, I, can I just be real with y'all? I, I mean, we have such a huge comfort level that, that we will pass gas in front of our best friends. We will, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, like a little like, you know, I'm not talking about, no, 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 no. I mean, we lift up the cheek and like, burn, you know what I mean? Like we will just let it go with our best friends. Some of us have contests. I mean, I mean, there is just, there, there is a comfort level that we have with our best friends. We wouldn't do that just around anybody, but around our best friend, we would. Now, some of you maybe do that around just anybody. That's nasty. Please stop. But for most of us around our best friends, we don't have any shame. You know, there's a lot of things that we'll do because, again, we have such a huge comfort level. And and through this series, we want you to have that that same comfort level. We want you to be comfortable with the Holy Spirit to help you have a a better understanding of it. And so, again, we are going to share five ways the Holy Spirit is our best friend. Five ways the Holy Spirit is our best friend. The first way is this. He will be with us. The first way 
is that he will be with us. See, we receive the Holy Spirit when we come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 through 20. This is Paul, and he's addressing Christians. And he says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Again, when we come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, our body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. It lives inside of us. This is how he is with us. John chapter 14, verse 16. This is Jesus here. He says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Counselor there. He is referring to the Holy Spirit that will be with you forever. Again, if we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is in us. He's in you now. He's going to be in you when you leave. He's going to be in you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, as you are living for Jesus, the Holy Spirit is in you. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, he desires to be with you. He desires to be in you. He desires to be your best friend. And and, and one of the reasons that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us is to bring us comfort. Jesus said in that verse, I'll I'll give you another counselor. But but different translations, they use words like advocate, friend, helper, intercessor. The, The King James uses the word comforter. See, the Holy Spirit is with us, inside of us, to bring us comfort. How many of you know some Texas fans that need the Holy Spirit right now? Seriously, they, they, need, they need some comfort in their lives. But, but, but seriously, the, the Holy Spirit is there to bring us comfort. When, when Jamie and I were in Columbus, it was, we were just having a regular day, and I I got a phone call from my sister, and me and my sister, we talk, but we don't talk a lot. And so instantly, a phone call with her just kind of makes me nervous. You ever get those kind of phone calls? You're like, ooh, they don't call me often. What, what's, what's going on? And, and so I remember I was kind of nervous, and I answered the phone, and right away I could hear in her voice something was wrong. And she said, Chris, Dad, I just talked to Dad. He, he's in an ambulance. He's on his way to the emergency room. They, they think he's having a heart attack. And I remember instantly my heart just dropping. And I'm like, well, what, what's, what's going on? Is he there now? Are they doing surgery? She's like, I don't, she's like, Chris, I don't have any other answers. I can't get a hold of him. His cell phone is off. I, I just know real quick he was able to call me and the phone cut off. And he just said that he's going to the hospital. They think they're having a heart attack. And I mean, I mean literally at that moment, I, I, I like started losing my mind. I started freaking out. I called up Jamie. I'm like, look, we, we need to, my, my dad lives in Indianapolis. We were in Columbus. I was like, look, we need to go to Indianapolis right now. And so we packed up the car and we started driving. I called up my boss. I was like, hey, listen, my, my dad's having a heart attack. I'm going to Indy. He's like, yeah, go. I'll be praying for you. And I remember just this is the feeling I had. I just remember the thought of that, that my dad dying, showing up to the hospital and him being dead. I remember it just, it just shredded me. It just, it just tore me up. And so immediately I started calling best friends. I was like, hey, I need you to pray for my dad. I think he's having a heart attack. I don't know what's going on. Will you pray? And, of course, all my friends were like, yeah, yeah, we'll pray for you. But I remember driving, and even after telling my friends that it didn't help the way I felt, I remember just feeling so empty. And you know what, Jamie and I, we just started praying. We just started praying in the car. We started praying for my dad, and we just started praying for peace. And can I tell you that once I started praying, I started to feel the comfort of the Holy Spirit. 
because I didn't know anything. I didn't know what was going on. But I just, just, just that prayer alone, not knowing anything, just, just praying, just that alone just, just brought some comfort to my heart. And when we got to the hospital, thankfully they, they, they caught the symptoms in time. They, they gave him a stint. And, and, and you, know, you know, today my, my dad is, is alive and doing well. But I'll never forget that moment, just, just the inner turmoil, just, just tears and sobbing. But again, once I started to pray, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, coming in and, and just bringing peace and comfort to our heart. So see, the Holy Spirit is called to be by our side. He's called to be inside of us. See, God is in heaven. Jesus is at the right hand. And the Holy Spirit is inside of us. If you're a Christian. And again, if you're not, He wants. He wants to be inside of you. He desires to be with you. And so that's the first way that He is a best friend is that He is with us. The second way that, that He is a best friend is that He will reveal the Bible to us. The Holy Spirit will reveal the Bible to us. How many of you know Bible reading can be frustrating? You know, it can be frustrating at times. I mean, you know, the books aren't in chronological order. You know, you're like, okay, well, I just read that here, and now I'm, did this happen? You know, you're trying to piece things together. Then you get words that you don't know how to pronounce. You know what I mean? So you, you either skip over them, or if you do like me, I just, I just like fake it. I'm like, okay, Mephibosheth. <clears throat> you know, but, but look, if you do it with confidence, nobody even knows. And in Second Chronicles chapter 1, Mephibosheth went on to, you know, and, and for those of you that know, you know, oh, cool, Mephibosheth. But the Bible scholars out there, they're just shaking my head like... That is not how you pronounce that name. I'm sorry. I just fake it sometimes. I, I can't pronounce any of those names at times. And, but, you know, have you ever had an aha moment? When I say an aha moment, a moment where you're reading the Bible or maybe somebody is teaching it and explaining it to you. And all of a sudden, a light bulbs just start going off everywhere. You're like, I get it. i like, okay, that, that makes sense. You know what that is? It's the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit working in your life, revealing the Scripture to you. Me personally, I call them mm, moments. All right, I'll, I'll have times in the morning or at night, I'm, you know, doing my devotions, reading my Bible, and that verse will just kind of stick to me, and I'll be like, mm, that's good, that's good, you know? And, but, but I have sometimes, I'll, I'll be reading a verse, and, and it just like pops out to me, and I'll be like, woo, like I'll stand up. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That is good. That is good. Oh, where is the highlighter? You know what I mean? Like, like I get excited. Like, I get it, God. I get it. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't do that out in public. You know what I mean? This is the confines of my, my own house. But just, just get excited. You know what I mean? Like, man, I read that verse 20 times and it never meant anything to me. But this time, man, it came alive. Now, in public, again, I don't try to have people looking at me thinking I'm weird. So in public, if I'm at Starbucks reading the Bible, I just give the silent fist pump, you know, just a... Just one of those. People have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm like, that's, that's good. That's good right there. And here's the thing. The, the Holy Spirit wants us to read the Bible. And then he's going to turn the lights on to the scripture. He's going to help us understand it. John chapter 14, verse 26. It says, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you, just like a, a best friend helps us figure something out, maybe opens our eyes to something, just like a best friend helps us gain understanding. 
that the Holy Spirit is there to help us figure out the Bible. It's there to help open our eyes to the Scriptures. It's there to help us gain understanding of God's Word. The Bible, the greatest book to ever exist. A book that is, that is life-changing. And the Holy Spirit is here to make it come alive in our lives. And so I, I just want to challenge you. Man, when you read the Bible, pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me revelation. Re- reveal this to me. Help, help me gain understanding of God's Word. And again, like a best friend, He, he, he helps us do that. The, the third way the Holy Spirit is a best friend is that He will help us share Jesus with others. He will help us share Jesus with others. See, the Holy Spirit wants to empower us as Christians to fulfill our mission. And our mission is not just to live and, and, and go through the motions of life and just come to church. But, but part of our mission is to win people to Jesus. Part of our mission is to reach out. Part of our mission is to make a difference in our world. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us with that. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The Bible says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When it says there that we'll be his witnesses, that means that we are going to win people to Jesus, that we are going to introduce people to Jesus, that we're going to invite them to church, that that we are going to minister to people in such a way that that they will see Jesus in our lifestyle or or, or through our actions. And when it talks about uh, Judea, Jerusalem and Samaria, for us, that's simply, that's Oklahoma City. It's our workplace. It's, it's our neighborhood. It's the people that we are around. God wants us to minister, to impact lives. And we have the Holy Spirit there to help us, to give us the power, to, to give us the boldness, to, to give us a nudge, to, to maybe pray with somebody or, or, or to share Jesus with someone. Have you ever had a moment where you just felt like you needed to invite somebody to church or, or you needed to tell somebody about Jesus? That's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit working in your life, giving you that boldness, that power, that nudge. And so I want to challenge you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You know, maybe it's going to come up at work. You know, you're you're walking past a cubicle and you see that person, man, they're just weeping. And and the Holy Spirit says, you need to go talk to them. Just, Just go listen. Offer to pray for them. And you go back and you find out what's going on in your life. And you're able to to pray with somebody at work. Maybe right there, lead them to Jesus. Maybe it's at a ball game, you know, you're sitting and your son's, you know, playing football and they're scoring touchdowns and you're cheering, but you hear the lady behind you talking about a relative that, that has cancer that's in the hospital and, and you just sense the Holy Spirit saying, pray with that lady before you leave this game. Just just offer to pray with her. And, and you pray with her and it opens up a conversation. It starts a new friendship. Who knows what God Wants to do through, you know, through us in that. But again, the Holy Spirit is there again to give us that boldness, to give us that nudge, to give us that power. And you know what, man? Sharing Christ, it can be uncomfortable. And it can be hard at times. But just like best friends can help us through uncomfortable things, just like best friends can help us through hard times, the Holy Spirit is there to, to help us, to, to, to help us get over that, un, you know, that uncomfortable feeling, just to go out and to step out. It's as simple as maybe driving down the road and you pass somebody with a flat tire and you clearly hear the Holy Spirit say, go back and help them. You know, and who knows, you end up meeting them and get to speak into their life. You get to be Jesus. Your actions right there. You are Jesus in the flesh. You are making a difference. You are impacting someone's life. You are able to share 
Jesus with them because of the Holy Spirit in your life. And so I encourage you again, if you're, if you're a Christ follower, to be sensitive. Because again, he's inside of you everywhere you go. He's going to look for opportunities to use you to reach out, to minister to someone. Fourth way that the Holy Spirit is our best friend is he will convict us of sin. He will convict us of sin. John chapter 16 verse 8. The Bible says when he comes, he, he, the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. Now, now the word convict at, at times, it, it can come across as an ugly word, but, but I want you to, to get God's heart. I want you to understand the, the purpose of the Holy Spirit and its conviction that it brings. The, the Holy Spirit convicts to help us, not hurt us. That the Holy Spirit convicts to bring, to bring hope and freedom, not condemnation. The, the, the Holy Spirit convicts us to protect us. See, God wants the best for us in our lives. And so the Holy Spirit is here to expose anything in our life that may hinder us from receiving God's best. See, God has a plan and a purpose and a future for, for, for every human being. And the Holy Spirit is there to, to convict us and expose anything in our life that's getting in the way of us, you know, fulfilling God's will and His plan for our life. And I know some of you, you, you may be new to this Jesus thing. And, 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 you know, there may be some things that you don't know that are sin. You didn't even realize the Holy Spirit was inside of you to do that. And, and I just want to challenge you. Man, ask him, Holy Spirit, what, what's in my life? Is there anything in my life that's unpleasing to God? Is there anything in my life that, that, that needs to be cleaned up? And again, his conviction, he's going to reveal it to you. You're, you're going to know it. Now, some of us, we know the Holy Spirit's convicting us and we're ignoring it. Stop it. Stop it. Listen, you can never go wrong listening to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And he convicts to help, to prosper, to bring hope, to bring freedom. That is his role. He is a best friend. I had a time, uh, or sorry, let me just share this scripture with you. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way Walk in it. This is the Holy Spirit. And again, you know, I don't think God has ever spoke to me in an audible voice, but I can just sense in my heart. I know the things that God's saying, no, don't do that. No, don't go there. And I have to follow that and listen to that. My first year at college, um, I I was single and and one of my ex-girlfriends wanted to start dating again. And it was, a, it was a pretty bad breakup, one of those where, you know, I started living for Jesus and she didn't want to live for Jesus anymore. And, but she wanted to start dating again, said she was getting her life back together. And so, you know, I just started praying about it, just wanted wisdom from God. I didn't want to go through another nasty breakup. And when I prayed, I just didn't feel right. I, I, I just felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit saying, no, that's, that, that's not the relationship I have for you. But, again, there's emotions tied in, there's flesh. You know, we used to date, so I'm like, like, are you sure, God? Like... You know, you sure it's not like some bad Chinese that I just ate earlier today? Like, I just want to be sure. You know what I mean? Like, I just... But, you know, the more I prayed about it, I, I just knew it was the Holy Spirit telling me no. And one day I was actually walking uh, in, the, in the Springfield Mall with one of my best friends, Jason. And we're walking through the mall and we're actually talking about this, this situation. I'm like, man, I don't know. You know, should I date her? Should I not? You know, and, and we're walking and we're coming up on the cookie store. You know, they all have the little cookie store and... Uh, her, her name is kind of unique, so we'll call her unique. And, and so we're walking, 
and we look we we look in the, the, the cookie store and one of the displays, no joke, it was like a heart cookie and it said Chris and unique forever. And like I saw I like stopped my friend. I was like, dude, look at that cookie. And he looked at, at, at the cookie, and, and I'm so thankful for his friendship. He was like, man, that cookie's from the devil. He's like, man, you better not date that girl over some cookie. <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm, Jason, he's one of those straight shooters. You know what I mean? He just tells you how it is. And I'm, I'm very thankful for him. And, and the funny thing on the flip side is I got home. I told her about the cookie. She's like, see, and she told like her whole family and friends about the cookie, you know, but I kept praying and I just knew I knew in my heart. I knew the Holy Spirit was telling me no. And the thing was, we were unequally yoked. We were unequally yoked. And I knew that. And so finally I told her, I said, look, I just don't have a peace with this. I don't have a peace about us dating. I'm sorry. And you know what? She got mad and she got upset with me. Well, come to find out a, a month later after, you know, telling her, listen, we're not we're not going to be dating, whatever. I, I come to find out a month later that the, the whole time that we were talking, she was pregnant with another guy's child. Can you say thank you, Holy Spirit? Yeah, you think you got bros? You think you got your dog? You think you got somebody that's got your back? I got the Holy Spirit. I mean, he had my back. You know, like literally. He had my back like, thank you, Holy Spirit. I mean, seriously, I mean, can you imagine if I would have ignored the Holy Spirit? And if I, man, if I would have gotten to that relationship, just the emotional, just, man, I would have been messed up. It would have been messed up. And you know what? I'm, again, I'm just so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Man, he truly is the best friend you could ever have. And you know what? He was not only protecting me from, you know, the, the anger, who knows what emotions I would have went through finding that out. He, he not only protected me for that, but you know what? He, he was preparing me for Jamie, my wife, the, the, the most amazing woman in the world that, that, that I love so dearly. You know how Pastor Herbert talks about Tiffany's the hot sauce on his chitlins? Well, I don't like chitlins. But I like nachos. And Jamie's the, she's the cheese on my nachos. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's the, the cheese, the sour cream, guacamole, onions, beef. I mean, every time, that's what she is to my nachos. And so thankful for such an amazing wife. Have an amazing son. Jace just turned three on, on the 25th of, of September. Actually, we're, we're expecting another child late March. And, uh, yeah, thank you. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit because I could have messed all that up. You know, I, I, obviously I don't know, but I'm, I'm thankful that I listened to him. And, man, he, again, he has set me up with, with such an, uh, an amazing woman and family. And so, again, I'm just so thankful for my best friend, the Holy Spirit, and, and his conviction in, in my life. And so I challenge you, man, listen to him. Listen for his conviction. Ask for it. Ask him to expose, reveal anything in your life that he wants to remove. Fifth way that the Holy Spirit is our best friend is this, is, is he will guide us through life. He will guide us through life. John chapter 16, verse 13. The Bible says, but when he, the spirit of truth, talking about the Holy Spirit, 
When he comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. To come. Excuse me. I, I love the part there. He will guide you into all truth. You know what? No matter where you're at, you know what? If you're on the right path, the Holy Spirit is there to keep you. On the right path. If you have strayed away and you're on the wrong path, the, the Holy Spirit is there to bring you back on to the right path. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, Jesus wants to come into your life to, to today. The Holy Spirit to be inside of you to, to get you on the right track. Again, ever have a best? You got that best friend that sets you straight. You know what I mean? That'll that'll be real with you. That'll be honest. That'll help you. You know, make a decision. Make a tough decision. I'm thankful for those earthly best friends. But again, we have a best friend that is perfect, that, that is all-knowing, the, the Holy Spirit. Again, it says he will guide you into all truth. I don't know about you, but when I'm looking for direction, I want to be led into all truth. I want the one that's perfect and that's all-knowing leading me in every decision that I make, big or small. Again, you can never go wrong being led by the Holy Spirit. And so I challenge you, pray to the Holy Spirit. Guide me. Help me. Again, a lot of times when we're looking to make decisions and tough choices, we'll ask family, we'll ask friends, we'll watch Dr. Phil or Oprah, you know, and just looking for answers anywhere. I'd encourage you to go to the Holy Spirit first, the one that can guide you into all truth. When um, Jamie and I were considering coming to People's Church, uh, it, 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 was, it was a scary thing. We had never been to Oklahoma City in our life. I mean, the first time we were in Oklahoma City was when the plane landed on the ground for our interview. And so we're walking to a place where we have never been before. Like, 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 seriously, we didn't know red dirt existed. We were like, oh, look, red dirt. Cool. You know, we, we thought it was windy one day. We didn't realize it was windy every day. I, I didn't know I was a northerner until we got here. So, like, oh, you're from up north? You're a northerner. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I had to, didn't realize we, we had that title. And so here we are. We're looking at, at people's church in a place where we don't know anybody. No friends. No family. Not familiar w w with anything. You know, and, and we're leaving a place where people want us to stay. People are doubting our decision. You know, are you just looking where the grass is greener? Or are you just looking for the bigger church? And make sure you're hearing God's will. Make You know, make sure, you know, don't. So we're, we're, you know, we're dealing with some of that. I mean, even our parents weren't super supportive. And, and I love, love my parents. And their reason was Jace was just four months old. And again, when we were in Columbus, we were only two and a half to three hours away from our parents. And now we're looking to go about 12 hours. And if, you know, you're a grandparent, I mean, some of you are thinking, like, yeah, I wouldn't have been happy either. You wouldn't have been leaving. Don't be taking my grandchild. You can go. The grand Jace will stay with us. <laughs> um. And, and so we're dealing with that. We're, we're wrestling with, you know, with, again, these emotions and the unknown and, and, and fear. And, again, we're wrestling. You know, we, we know that there's going to be students that are not going to want us to go at, at the church we're at. When there's going to be people that don't want us to go. And so we're wrestling all that. You know what we had to do? We just had to pray. We had to pray and, and we had to seek out the Holy Spirit. And can I tell you, as we went through that interview process, you know what? We just had a peace. We had a peace. We felt the Holy Spirit guiding us, saying, yes, I know you don't know anybody here. I know you got people that are doubting you. People may think you're making the wrong decision, but this is the place I have for you. This is where I want you to go. And can I tell you again, with not knowing anybody except a few staff coming out here, man, we love it. Completely happy. 
we've seen dreams come true here at People's Church. It's, it's been our dream to be a part of a diverse church. It's been Jamie's dream to, to, to lead worship. It's, it's been our dream to be a part of a church that is reaching out to those that are far from God. Man, again, I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit and, and guiding us here to a place where dreams have been fulfilled. I mean, seriously, at Starbucks, I was just, just reminiscing on him and just getting teary-eyed. You know, people thought something was wrong. I'm crying in the corner at Starbucks, but I'm just thankful. So thankful for the Holy Spirit bringing us here, leading us, guiding here. We know without a shadow of a doubt this is where we're supposed to be. We know that. We know that. Yeah. And so we're thankful. Man, the, the Holy, there is no better guide than the Holy Spirit. No better guide. And so, I, you know, no matter what you've heard about the Holy Spirit, I want you to know that, again, if you're a Christian, He's inside of you. He's your best friend. If you're not a Christian, He wants to be your best friend. He wants to be a part of your life. And I know you still may have many questions about the Holy Spirit. And man, Pastor Herbert's going to address those in the next couple weeks. But I want you leaving here today knowing the Holy Spirit is a best friend that plays some awesome roles in our lives. Again, He's one that's with us to bring comfort. He's inside of us. He's one that will reveal God's Word and help us understand it. Again, the the life-changing Word of God. He's one that's going to help to use us to reach out to people to make a difference in our world. He's one that will convict and expose any sin or junk in our life that needs to be removed. Anything that's hindering us from having God's best. And he's a perfect guide. One that can order our steps and lead us and guide us through any decision, big or small. He is the best friend we could possibly have. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, it plays so many.